Big Stories of the Day. Hashtag SAFM Sunrise. Seven minutes to eight. Good morning. Well, confirmation overnight. One of our top law professors, Professor Diera Tladi, has now been elected at the United Nations to the International Court of Justice at The Hague. The International Court of Justice deals with disputes between nations, not the same as the International Criminal Court, although I think they're both roughly in the same neighborhood of The Hague. Professor Tla- sorry, Judge Tladi, good morning and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much and good morning to you. Thank you for having me. Um, I can't imagine what it was like watching the process last night. I think it's sort of simultaneous elections through the uh, United Nations General Assembly and the Security Council. I have no idea how they do it. But it must have been a bit nerve-wracking. I mean, such an important day for you. It was tense. It was tense. And um, um, the Security Council vote went into five rounds. because uh, because uh, there was there was one more person that got a uh, majority than what is required and we had to vote until only the requisite number so it was there was it was nerve-wracking sure um you're obviously going to be looking at disputes between countries is that what the international court of justice sort of deals with it's dealing with disputes between nation states yeah so mainly it is um um to dispute between states there's also uh, what is called advisory opinions, where an organ of the United Nations um, uh, requests an advisory opinion from from the International Court of Justice, and the International Court of Justice then renders that advisory opinion. But uh, yeah, so, so these are the two types of jurisdictions that it has. I mean, some of the things could be uh, quite difficult and contentious. I mean, you, you think of what's happening in the South China Sea, border disputes between India and China, arguments about dams, arguments about rivers. I mean, and they're really important. I mean, they really matter. Yeah, I mean, um, to give you an example of some of the things that are currently on the docket uh, of, of the ICJ, um, the, um, um, the Russia-Ukraine war uh, is on the docket. Um, the first hearing that I will have an opportunity to sit on is actually um, um, the uh, the situation in Palestine. Um, so all of these are really big issues, uh, and these are just you know two examples. Another example of something that'll be on the the the, um, uh, the hearing schedule of the court soon will be an advisory opinion on 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 obligations of states relating to climate change. So yeah, I mean, really, really big stuff, uh, really important stuff. I know you can't give us any opinion on any of these things, and I won't, I won't yes. ask you. Well, I'll try not to ask. Um, um, but obviously, I mean, do do in these cases, I mean, often it's it's on papers, but there's oral argument. I mean, you literally have a lawyer representing a country or a lawyer representing, yeah. you know, the Palestinians. It works like that. It works like it works like the court cases we see on TV all the time. Right. I mean, um, I think the main difference is um, there isn't, uh, at least as a general rule, um, you don't have witnesses, right? It's 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 mainly it's mainly oral argument um, um, by the representatives, and they also tend to be, uh, you know, unlike the oral arguments that you might hear see here, they also tend to be a lot more dry, and so um, there's very little interruption, um, so from the bench. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think there's there's um, that's that's more or less what happens. I understand that you you worked on cases in Africa. I think the Grand Renaissance Dam, dams, uh, Sipo Montula yeah. told us this morning, the Lake Malawi case. Is that right? I mean, that experience could be maybe quite helpful. Yeah, I mean, I, I um, so obviously in those are political processes that were involved, but uh, uh, those political processes also required legal insights, and so um, and so I was uh, a lawyer assisting with respect to the the grand ethiopia renaissance dam i was i was actually assisting the african union with with possible options um 
and the same with um, the the Malawi uh, um, and Tanzania dispute concerning Lake Malawi was, uh, you know, they're advising the mediators. The mediators were Tabumbeki, Festus Mokhai, and Chisano. Um, so yeah, that's the the kind of knowledge uh, and the kind of expertise that's used. There's exactly the same kind of expertise and knowledge um, that would be required at the court uh, in the event of a dispute in relation to those situations. And working with judges from other countries, Judge Cloudy, I mean, justice is justice, but there can be different traditions of justice. They, oh, yeah. maybe, maybe different legal traditions. Maybe that's a better word. Are you yeah. looking forward to working with judges from other countries? Yeah, I mean, um, so fortunately, a lot of the judges I on the International Court of Justice I know, um, I've worked with them in, uh, you know, in other capacities. Uh, um, a lot of them were members of the International Law Commission, where I was a member for for a period of ten years. Um, you know, and some of them I know from academic circles. So, uh, so yes, I'm looking forward to working with them. It's um, it, it's always robust discussions with a lot of them. It's always um, robust discussions and, and and trying to convince each other, but in always in a very collegiate um, uh, way. Um, I find, I mean, there's a funny thing about international law, and maybe you can help me out here. That that I know kind of what South African law is, right? And I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. But what I'm saying is, you know, I have a little copy of the Constitution, you know, the little book, and I know that I have the right to freedom of expression, and I know quite clearly what I can't use it for. So there are two limitations. I know what those are, um, and that to me, I think, is clear. Actually, to most South Africans, we know what our law is, sort of. We have a sense of it. People talk about international law. And it seems to me there's a lot more argument over international law. It's not quite as clear. Have I misunderstood that? I mean, it doesn't seem to be quite as obvious that this is right and this is wrong under international law as it is, say, under South African law. Yeah, I think, I mean, there are a couple of things that that um, that perhaps give um, rise to that kind of a perception. Um, so the one is, um, you know, we're talking about the International Court of Justice, but the International Court of Justice does not have compulsory jurisdiction. So the fact that there's a dispute which would, in terms of subject matter, fall within the jurisdiction of the court, does not mean that the court will be able to hear that matter. States have to have consented, which means a lot of disputes uh, actually never get to the ICJ. The result of that is that states are able to engage in what we call auto-interpretation, so they can make arguments. I mean, in in our situations, if there's a a dispute concerning what the government may or may not do, we can all have very different uh, views. But ultimately, it can always be, always, not sometimes, but always be tested by a court of law. And that's not always the case um, So with international law. So that's one of the reasons why there's this um, perception of unclarity. Um, the other reason is um, the sources. Now, with treaties, of course, it's clear, you know, I mean, there's a treaty, it's written, and of course, you can engage in a process of interpretation. But another major source of international law is customary international law. Um, and so so what's customary international law? Customary international law is, is um, the practice, the general practice of states, which they accept as law. Uh, and you can just imagine that there's so much uh, possibility for argumentation and differences of views as mm. to what constitutes practice. Is it general enough? Is it widespread enough? And was it undertaken mm. with the intention to establish legal rules and all of those things? So those are some of the things that make it um, a lot less clear and stable mm. than, than domestic law. Professor, thank you so much. Sorry, Judge Sladi, thank you so much. I, I keep thinking, you know, um, I noticed uh, you and I were born in the same year. And I keep thinking, you know, my entire family is going to spend the weekend saying, do you know, this guy's the same age as you, and he's at the International <laughs> Court. Of, what have you done with your life? 
So congratulations. Well, I think you've done a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Derek Cloudy, it's so an honour to talk to you, sir, and congratulations. And uh, we look forward to you representing us in such an important thing at the International Court of Justice in The Hague. Uh, Judge Cloudy elected by the United Nations last night.